to another week of the Jackson Cloud. I'm Jamin. I'm Olivia. I'm Casey. And today we're going to talk about spiritual gifts, which is one of my favorite topics. Now, we've talked a little bit about the Holy Spirit and my own journey in spiritual gifts in our episode called Meeting the Holy Spirit. You can catch all of our episodes here on YouTube or even just go to the podcast if you just want to listen to the audio. But do we want to link it? Do we want to link it right here? Well, now we have to, Casey. The post-editing you guys force me to do sometimes. Anyways, uh, yeah, you can go check out a little bit more about there. That's kind of my story, but we're getting ready to start kind of a series of our YouTube videos on spiritual gifts. What are they? I mean, it's, it's weird, right? When... When you grow up, if you're like me, you grew up in a church where they weren't really practiced or endorsed or used from the pulpit or anything like that. Is that generally your experience? So I think in my, in my church life growing up, the spiritual gifts were talked about quite a bit. Um, you know, it's talked about as being important. Make sure you're using your spiritual gifts to help people. But... I was never really taught much about what a spiritual gift entails or how to practice it or how to use it. Mm-hmm. It's that same for you. I mean, pretty much. There was, um, there was like a spiritual gifts discovery class, but it was mostly like, here's where you could be helpful to the church. You should go here, you should go here, you should go here. And I was like... Didn't really feel that spiritual, but people it, could use their gifts. The spiritual gifts you end up with are your ability to pass out a bulletin or greet people at a door. Is that, or or you know, cleaning up after things? And you have the gift of cleaning. It is heavily upon you, my son. Yeah. Uh, what what are the gifts that? So your church talked about it. Mm-hmm. What were some of the gifts that would come up? Do they seem more natural, like hospitality and generosity, or were they more like? healing and prophetic and um casting out demons peace patience goodness kindness okay so the fruits yeah the fruit of the spirit shoot okay yeah no that's the fruit of the spirit uh that was talked about a lot let me well think there's overlap talked about there's overlap because i mean the spirits uh, produces not only the fruit but the gifts but then some of the gifts sound like the fruit so like I think patience is actually a spiritual gift, right? Uh, It might be, but generosity, at least for Paul. So, like, the Spirit's helping make us generous people. But then Paul saw, like, a gift of generosity in some as though, like, they're just prone to hand out more money. (laughs) Which I I know people I've met who are like, oh, I know someone with that gift. So I'm like, okay, so that must be a thing where people are just very generously taking care of others from a spiritual gifting kind of perspective. Um, So there is overlap. Okay. I mean, I think that would be more of also like a love language too. It is, yep. Like the love language of giving. Do we know that that's not overlapping again, you know? Part of what the Spirit's creating in you happens to also be part of the ways you're wired. We talked about this before, right? Like uh, for you, you're an artist, and so it seems like you're kind of wired that way, but you've also mentioned kind of finding the Holy Spirit in artistic moments. So it's almost like God's working in the wiring Mm -hmm. that he's already made you for. And we talked about that in our episode about... 
Music, worship music. Oh yeah, that's right. what it was. And that's above her head now. Would you guys stop it, please? Never. You even did it yourself. You pointed to it this time. Well, she made me. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, no, that was my plan. Oh okay. So yeah, we've got uh, we've got different kinds of giftings, um, but the thing, and I think I've said this before, the thing that people often don't talk about is like, well, I don't have the gift of healing. I took the spiritual gifts test. It's like okay, but have you ever tried praying for healing for someone? <laughs> you know, well, I pray the doctor's hands would be guided. <laughs> okay, but have you like prayed? I only got a forty-seven percent on the test, Jamin. I can't do that. Well, that's that's exactly why we get low scores on spiritual gifts test is because like nope I haven't done it so I'm not gifted at it it's like okay well of course you have a zero percent chance if you haven't tried to prophesy uh, I'd also like to point out that if you're taking spiritual gifts tests online make sure that the test you're using isn't just one of those um, basic blah, blah 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 internet tests you know the ones <laughs> I'm talking about make We're, sure it's oh actually my like, Disney the spiritual gifts test <laughs> Site. If it's a if it's a general testing site, then it's probably not taking into account, you know, the biblical meanings of spiritual gifts, and it might just be telling you random results in order to get you to click on more links. It's true. Wait, are you trying to attack BuzzFeed at this point? My spiritual not gifts. Not specifically BuzzFeed, but I mean they're up there. Are to be like Simba. <laughs> <laughs> So if that doesn't exist, I have a new marketing business I'm about to get into. Uh, but yeah, you know, you want to make sure, of course, you're using a legitimate one. For myself, I haven't even really taken a spiritual gifts test. I'm just like, let me learn biblically what the gifts are and then try them out and see what happens. And I think I maybe said it before, but... In my mind, all the gifts are open to us because the Holy Spirit is the source of all those giftings. Um, so if he wanted to perform that gift through us, then he, he would be the one who's going to do it anyways, right? So if I see a person who's sick and I have prayed a hundred times for healing and I haven't seen it, um, nonetheless... I feel called to pray. Well, I know God can heal you, so I'm going to pray even if I don't feel gifted. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. And sometimes it does. That's why my success rate on healing is like all over the place. It's like sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. I don't have like this Jamin's prone to healing, but it has happened when I, I don't prayed. know. There, there was a rumor going around for a while that if it was anything feet related, it did really well with you. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember that. And people are going to take that out of context often. <laughs> I, I, I have the well, healing power of feet. <laughs> or the feet of healing power. Or the, I have the I have power of healing feet. That still doesn't make sense. <laughs> Uh, well, that's actually, you know, I think the Bible actually says that there are gifts of healing, as though like healing is a plural. Maybe I could be wrong on this. I don't have it right in front of me, but I remember a, a mentor talking about it that way, uh, which I think makes sense, at least with the experience I've had is um, I know one um, person who does ministry in Mozambique and in her book, she talks about God said I was going to get the power to see ears opened or something like that. And so like she keeps praying for ears to be opened every time she finds a deaf person and she's like, they always got saved, but they never got healed. It's like, oh, 
so sad. <laughs> I wish people got saved every time I talked to them. But, but um, so she, she wanted to see more though. So she just kept praying. And then after like a year or two of praying for her ears to be opened, suddenly it happened just as someone prophesied over her that God's going to give you this gift. Finally, in her faithfulness, it happened. And ever since then, like that's, that's exactly how she does ministry throughout all these uh, countries. She goes into like villages, no one's heard of them before, and she says, bring me your deaf. And of course, no one comes forward because they're deaf. But you wait a while until the city's like, where are our deaf? And they'll, these villages will find the deaf, send them up, and then she'll pray. Their ears will be open. She says, repeat after me. They repeat. And the whole village comes to Jesus because they just saw ears healed right in front of them. So wait, does she go in with a cart and say, bring out you're deaf. Nope. 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 No, she does not. I appreciate you waiting to make that joke. <laughs> I waited till you finished the thought. Yeah. Well, so, but that, that's, that's the ministry that she leads. She'll still pray for anything to be healed, of course, but she has really high success rate with ears because that's one of the ways that God has intentionally gifted her. So, um, that doesn't mean it's the only thing she's seen healed, and she's seen a lot of different miracles serving in Mozambique among the poor, and God shows up, and the testimonies in her books for Heidi Baker, they're just, they're amazing, but uh, they're amazing because she keeps leaving space for God to do those things, you know? And so I, I try to learn what are all the gifts of the Spirit and if God were going to use me in that way, how would I do it? And of course, that can be dangerous if you're not doing it well. So like prophecy. Prophecy, when we always think of prophecy, and we're going to talk more about that specifically this week. When we think of prophecy, we think about the end times or something that is to come. Well, I think um, that's just people's favorite thing to prophesy about. Yeah, and well, it does happen, right? For Heidi Baker, it was what? You will receive a gift for opening ears. And I mean, with with that being, you know, people's favorite topic to say, it's also sometimes people's favorite topic to hear on because, you know, explosions and oh, yeah. death and destruction, it gets views on That's you know, different things. Yeah, but at least with like uh, prophecy, and again, we'll talk more about this this week, but prophecy is usually or often speaking into the present and sometimes that's about something that is to come. You know, that's, that's what the prophets do throughout the Bible. That's what Jonah does when he goes to Nineveh. Speaking into the present, you guys are committing a lot of sin. Repent, and the future will change. There won't be death and destruction, if you will. And I'm going to stop Jamin now so that we don't have to hear all this again Wednesday. That's right. Appreciate that. So, anyways, prophecy is done being talked about in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I brought it up is, you know, it could be dangerous if someone wants to practice prophecy and just like comes up and says, thus saith the Lord, you, and then everything that follows that statement, God never said. <laughs> now we talked about in our episode about taking the Lord's name in vain. If you do that, I'm going to do this as many times today as I can. Great. If you do that, that it could be considered taking the Lord's name in vain because the Lord didn't tell you to say it, yet you put his name on it. Yep. But at the same Just time, if you have never prophesied before, I would suggest you need to learn to do it. 
And we'll talk more about this this week. But it's like walking up to a piano. Spiritual gifts, I would say, is like walking up to a piano. So I may not get to the piano and say, thus saith the Lord, but I could, like, I'm still learning this. I'm trying to understand how God speaks, and I think maybe he's saying this to you. Like, I didn't just take God's name in vain in that moment. I'm, like, showing I'm a student. <laughs> I'm learning. So you have your spiritual gifts learner's permit. There you go. And that that should be the case. Like, you have to. Because, again, the piano analogy, right? This is how people treat spiritual gifts. One day I hope that I'll be able to play that thing. Oh, well, and then leave, right? <laughs> Whereas we all know, or at least we both know, do you play a piano? No. Do you play any instrument? Yes. What do you play? Clarinet. Oh, she plays saxophone. clarinet. Ooh, and the, why aren't you in the band at because church? I don't own a saxophone. I'll buy you a saxophone. Dude, if you buy me a saxophone, You'll play it? I will play in the church. Yeah! Saxophone church. All just, right. Just know, um, I played the the tenor saxophone at the alto, so it's that's like. Oh, the it's one. the big one. Not the big one. Oh. That's the bass. Baritone. Baritone. That's I don't remember. Right. What Weren't we one. all in band class? We were, that was we were, over ten listen, years ago. Okay. <laughs> I have a story about that, but that's a tangent that we don't need to go on in the episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, but okay, so saxophone, right? For the saxophone, you know, like, and I know this, like a piano, I can at least like, you know, tinker around with, and occasionally, if I just decide to hit all the the black notes, it's going to make a chord, <laughs> you know, because they're all generally in the same key. They they all harmonize yeah, with each other. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm just gonna I know it. because my son's been doing it all week. But on a saxophone, I walk up to this thing. And I've tried saxophone once, and when I put it in my mouth, nothing ever came out for like the hour that I tried. Nothing. Why? Did you, did you not have a you ring? You have to have a very specific, I forget the word for it because it's been a long time since I've been in band. I had a reed. No, no, no. It, not the reed, not the mouthpiece, but the, the form you have to make with your mouth. The embouchure? Yes. Yes, embouchure. Yes. But Maybe. I had, I knew enough about embouchure but my reed was cracked. So it wouldn't make any noise. And I can't tell that the reed's cracked. It looks normal to me, you know? Like, I'm learning by messing around with the saxophone. Whereas... Are you really gonna keep calling it saxophone? I am gonna keep calling it saxophone. Okay. I, I, I wince on the inside every time he does. <laughs> but, but I learned something in that moment. Now I know next time I need a different reed. And then I'm gonna put my fingers on all them little things and hope that it's going to do something and I'm, I'm not going to get it until I keep learning and studying and figure out how to read music, maybe, or, or something else. I think else. it's too late at this point. I don't yeah. think you will. But that's, you don't know how to read music yet? Not really. I was in band class long enough, so I know like one, two, three, but I couldn't tell you the names of the notes or whatever. I would just write above the notes what shape to make on the trumpet. <laughs> Anyways... This is why I stopped studying music. You literally play like three or more instruments. I play. How do you not know most how to read of the music? Instruments. No, so he knows how to like read shorthand of music. I know how to read actual. Music. I know how to read chords on like guitar. Right, which is shorthand. So this goes back to maybe spiritual gifting is. 
maybe. We went on a wild tangent. We well, have. maybe, maybe. <laughs> for, you know, there's not like this huge statement in the Bible about music being like a spiritual gift. But at the same time, you see music used in supernatural ways. David's writing music and suddenly he's prophesying, things like that. So... Uh, is it possible that part of the way that God has wired me as well as countless other people I know who can't read music but can play music, is there like a gifting to that that God uses? Maybe, maybe not. But I don't know. I don't think that was where that original point was supposed to go. No, it wasn't. Where the original point was going was if I want to learn to play the saxophone. Are you happy now? No, you still said it wrong. But you're happy I came back. I mean, if I want to learn to play that thing, I have to keep sitting down and trying to play it until finally it goes somewhere. And if I do not do that, I will never understand. I think the same is true about prophecy, about healing, about all spiritual gifts. If you don't understand what the Bible has to say about it, you're not going to get it. If you don't understand just from an experiential perspective, how it works. You're not going to get it. If you don't talk to someone else who has the gift and allow them to disciple you on their own experiences, you're not going to get it. This is how we learn anything. And the Holy Spirit, of course, is a great teacher. This is what I've always seen happen. Whenever anyone takes my spiritual gifts class or any spiritual gifts class anywhere, we can usually say, look, as you learn about this, God's going to open you up to this and you're going to have some experiences because this is how you learn. And then sure enough, people press into it and they actually try it out and God will give them an experience. Uh, that was same for me with dreams. I was reading a book about how God speaks through dreams in the Bible, how he's spoken to people about it today. I was like, God, I wish I could have this experience. I went to bed that night. I had a dream. <laughs> and I woke up the next day, totally forgot that I had prayed that. And because dreams are so obscure anyways, I was like, well, oh, that was weird. And then I stopped for a minute. I was like, wait a minute. I prayed for a dream. Is there any, any interpretation in that? And so I stopped and I looked over. I was like, oh, you know, like <laughs> that was a growing moment. And that's how all spiritual gifts work. So we got to leave space for, for the Holy Spirit to work in those ways. So, so spiritual gifts training montage is what I'm we all not, need to go through. You can't keep making me edit random things into... <laughs> no, we have to go find some nice bee footage of us training our spiritual gifts now <laughs> so that you can insert an awesome spiritual gifts montage. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm kidding. But I'm kidding. I could maybe be convinced. If you see it in this part right now, then I edited it. But if you don't, then he did. Then I did it. And I guess that's the end of the show. We'll see you later. And that's our episode. We're just getting started on spiritual gifts, and we want to hear your stories now that you've heard ours. Please join us on the Discord so we can share those stories with each other and interact a bit more. And we'll see you there. Check out jacksoncloud.com for more information. Hey,